0: Hey there, and welcome to Throw Up Thursday. I'm your host, Dr. J.J. Kelly, the punk rock doc. Well, hello again. Here we are. Throw Up Thursday, where you come barf your problems and leave feeling much better. That's the hope, anyway. I am one of your hosts, Dr. J.J. Kelly. I am the punk rock doc. And I am the CEO and founder of Unorthodox Inc, which is a punk alternative to traditional psychotherapy. And we focus mostly on group process and peer coaching, mentorship, community outreach. We will be joined shortly by Olivia, one of our docs. And a doc at Unorthodox is a former... Poor connection. Uh Uh-oh. All right of the docs are former psychotherapy patients we don't like that word who have learned the emotional intelligence skills of connections not good of dbt so well that they are now learning how to teach it to others so this shit sorry about that connection this is the last on location Throw-Up Thursday we will have at the Jenks Building. Special thanks to Nathan Probonic, my brother Sam Bittaker, for sharing their creative space with me over this amount of time. What a crazy trip it's been. Writing my third book here, sharing space with them in their painting studio. These are Nathan's paintings. He, by the way, NathanPrabonic.com. He is, he has a painting that is on my second book, The Gifted Misfits book. So, uh, also a special thanks to Mike Owen and Jody Oates for letting me be a part of their Jenks building here. Um, for, I don't know how long I've even been here. So it seems like a long time. So thank you. And, Let's let Olivia in here. Get started.
1: Okay, there we go. <laughs> Hi there. Hi. Hi. I did a little extra intro today, so. I was trying to request, but I wasn't sure if it was going through, because it was like, your request is not sent. Uh, oh, no, no. You,
0: I'd be panicking. Okay. You know. You know I'd be tech panicking, so. <laughs> Alright, so this might be a little bit of an abbreviated one because this is last dinner tonight. So let's oh, no get, uh let's get started before the guests right. get
1: back. Beautiful. Okay. I have questions. Uh Lovely. As Hi Alyssa. <laughs> so I- hey Alyssa. Um okay, so I have a two parter from um uh oops. Okay, I have a two-parter from Astrid. Okay. Um oh oh god okay so she says uh my roommates are having a baby soon and bought a townhouse they're moving there in april they offered to let me move in month to month and then actually they've been joking about kidnapping me and taking me with them before i asked them to stop yikes Um, whoa okay i'm wary of living with them because newborn baby and they fight already sometimes but i could also try it out month to month Do you have advice for weighing out pros and cons? Shit, that sounds hard.
0: Um, I think once again, Astrid has answered her own question, write out a list of pros and cons. Um, But also on that one, check in with your gut, Astrid. I mean, your instincts are awesome. So I don't know, get still, do a meditation. Astrid's been trained in TM by Matthew. Um Why not do a meditation come out of it, and then just like put your hand on your heart and ask, Should I do this or not mm-hmm. um, i don 't think we do that kind of thing enough, like honor the fact that the answers are truly within us, especially mm-hmm. all of you all whose emotional intelligence is to the level where the answers you're 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 connected with the fact that they're within Mm -hmm. um that sounds really hard and you know maybe astrid should talk to megan too who is a Mm -hmm. new mom and see if oh hey astrid we're answering your question right now (laughs)
1: um
0: yeah maybe talk to megan about whether that's even like Mm -hmm. possible Mm
1: -hmm. that's
0: i mean i can see why they would want her there but i i don't know that she wants to be there for that yeah like <laughs> such a big deal like people don't get how having a kid like mm, that's no. a very life-changing event and you don't have to live with them you don't have to get up with the screaming why would you do that <laughs> Why would you choose to do that? But again, it's not for me to say, like, make your pros and cons list and check in with your gut and see what you think, Astrid. You're smart. And I get you want to because change is scary and it's a big deal to have a whole new living situation. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, you know, if you're clinging to not changing, that seems... Hi, Sam. hey Sam how How you doing
1: (laughs) so okay that's
0: I think we'll leave it at that
1: yeah yeah Yeah. just something to add is that I think I've in my coming to like the level of being like knowing the answer I ask myself a question and then the first thing I think is usually what I end up going but then because I'm like and people are so trained to like ignore that gut thing I go, oh, well, let me ask all these people and get all of these things. And really, it's like we know when we're asking the question. It's like. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Thank you.
0: Corey yeah. um, says hi. I want to say oh. hi to Bye, Corey. Hi, <laughs> Corey. <laughs> Have Nathan come in and say hi to Corey, I say hi to Corey. <laughs>
1: okay,
0: next question. Okay, so this is so going to be, be this kind of live. I love it. It's good. I'm already,
1: <laughs> I'm like exhausted from work, so I'm really just, I'm ready for it. Excellent. Thanks um, for okay. with the flow. Absolutely. Okay, so this is the second part of Astrid's question. Um, okay, second part yeah. is, do you have any tips for not future tripping when looking for housing? Because I'm going to graduate soon and don't know where I'll work after.
0: Um, You don't know so just accept that reality again you don't want to push a river so watch for willfulness and for those Mm -hmm. who haven't taken DBT willfulness is doing the opposite of what's effective based on um, what your values are going against them usually a cling Mm -hmm. suggests willfulness usually fear makes us cling so watch for any sort of willful cling to mm-hmm. what reality you want it to be instead of what reality it is. Yeah. So that's that's my answer to that one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Corey's um, I... fucking buried. He's putting Thomas <laughs> Nate's ass in here. So just do it later. <laughs> oh, okay. He doesn't want to. I'll have to go to him. Hang on. <laughs> no, I'll I'll. Play the question
1: and then I'll do it okay I oh, just put that too I think I think with housing it's so uncomfortable when you don't know what it's gonna be Ever. and so there's like it's like the fucking worst but it's like part of that being the worst is kind of nice because then when you get that when you find like the process is over and you find the place and you've done the looking and you like held out for the right spot it's so like satisfying and affirming to be like oh I can cope with a miserable fucking situation. Yeah. Like it's so yeah. bad. And the claim to just want it to be over as quickly as possible is like yeah. not the mindset to go into yeah. when you're looking for a new place to live. And
0: I get where is coming from. Like Absolutely. I don't want to move and then move again. However, if you can accept the possible future reality that you will move and then move again, I think mm-hmm. sometimes when you get, you get in that place of radical acceptance, then shit just works out better for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So
0: go with the hard plan, and get your mind around that, and accept that potential outcome, and then move forward.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: See what happens because you can't predict. You can't predict that shit.
1: Mm-mm. And I found that the times that I go for the easiest option are usually the worst living situations oh my I God. have. <laughs> Yeah. And then the times chatter, that
0: I, you're like, well, I can do it because of this and this and this. If you're like doing that thing, that mm-hmm. compulsive, oh, I can do it. I can do it. Then, you know, <laughs> that is not in a place you want to No,
1: be. no. And the times that I've like submitted myself to being like, cool, this is going to suck. And I'm just going to do all of the searching. I remember like, yep. I lost my phone once before yep. I was looking. So I had to like write down by hand, like, all of the addresses and like directions and pre- and it was like do
0: the tedium,
1: yeah. And like I think like three days I had left until and I and then I found like the perfect place. It was great, but you once you like you get those presents from the universe once you put the work in.
0: Yeah, agree, totally agree. Yeah. Okay, before okay. the next question, <laughs> hang on a sec. Hey, say hi to Corey. He's waiting. Oh my. God. <laughs> There we go. There we go. <laughs> That's done. All right. Next question.
1: Okay. I have one for me. Um, so I, I was wondering about, like, working on patience and how to, like, extend it and, like, fill it up. Does that make sense?
0: Wait, wait, wait. What? Say that like all Like,
1: practicing patience. Like, mm-hmm. in my job, I need to have a lot of patience with, mm-hmm. like, teaching someone how to read. And, mm-hmm. um... So, I'm wondering on like exercises that you can do to like help strengthen that.
0: Hmm. Well, do you believe in something bigger than you? Yes. You could ask for help. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, piggybacking on what we said last week, and I, you know, I don't want to make this about your job every time. Yeah. Um, no. for, for your sake.
1: Mm-hmm. But, um,
0: but based on what you said last time about how much of your dad is coming through mm-hmm. with your teaching, why don't you ask your dad to help you mm-hmm. ask him what he would do? I mean, he was good at that. Mm-hmm. Real good. And everybody thought so. And so that, that was like his zone of genius, right? So why don't yeah. you put your hand on your heart and ask Mm-hmm. what he thinks you should do. However, my quick and dirty answer to
1: that is breathe. Mm-hmm. Okay. You think
0: you motherfuckers <laughs> have tested my patience? No, oh my God. <laughs> when I want to wring your neck is usually when we're in a place of change and moving forward and breaking through something. Mm-hmm. So you could use... frustration inside you that you are able to name and validate, you could use that as a cue to take a couple of breaths and know, okay, we're in it. We're Mm -hmm. in something important right now. And I, I know you don't want to get in the way of the kids learning.
1: Mm -hmm. Just like,
0: I don't want to get in your way of breaking through, in a painful situation, breaking through to the other side where you get to be free. So I have always chosen to hang with you all in the really difficult times and never back away from the difficult times. Mm -hmm. Even when it's like really, you know, anxiety provoking for both of us, Mm -hmm. frustrating for both of us. When you think about those times, think about what happened right after those sessions. That
1: we Mm -hmm. would do. Something
0: would change between us forever. Mm -hmm. We would be in a different place, on a different plateau together forever. Like, Mm -hmm. there are dips of regression with distress, but you know, like we were always growing in our relationship, and those painful times are gonna happen. And Mm -hmm. to fight with them makes absolutely no sense. I mean, it makes perfect sense. We get anxious, right? We don't want to fight with, but you are in charge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's your job to hold that space for the kid. And it doesn't matter if you get pissed off. That's okay. You don't mm-hmm. pretend like you're not. You can be like, you are being really, you're frustrating <laughs> me right now. Do you feel frustrated too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's frustration time. What do you think we should do to get through this? Because I think if you just did the thing that I'm saying, even though you don't feel like it, you probably get through to, like, happy land yeah. on the other side of this shithill.
1: Yeah. So. I know, he was going so slow through his math, and I was like, you know, the faster you do this, the faster we will be done. He went, oh, and then, like, finish it, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? <laughs> Words of wisdom, like, the most
0: basic thing ever how funny and they work (laughs) yeah so just go with your instincts and Mm -hmm. breathe yeah and remember the breathing's been the big one the pain is a teacher yeah don't avoid it get right in and dirty with it you are psychologically sophisticated enough to do that yeah so do it for him
1: Mm mm-hmm
0: I mean, and for you, but do it for him and then you get the benefit of that Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I think like me taking deep breaths and being like, okay, I'm frustrated, but like I I know what's on the paper. Like he doesn't even know. So like it's probably double frustrating for him and me being frustrated is not going to help the situation at all. Yes. Yes. And I know how to take a deep breath. So I, it's my job to do that. That's right. Yeah, Hi I'm not sex.: <laughs> Hello, hey
0: people. Bella. I don't know who everyone is, but I wish I did. Maybe uh, can you see that and make a list so I can.
1: Yes, I'll try find and take out it. who these people are. Okay. And yeah. All right, all right. Next question. Okay, so this is a question from a friend, um, and so their parents recently got divorced, and uh, one of them moved out, so she's living with her dad, and he has now started dating. Um, and bringing oh, people to crazy. the, to the house. So she's asking for some like coping skills on how to deal with that.
0: Cause oh, oh, it's cringy. That's so hard
1: mm-hmm. it
0: has to start with Val. Is it her? Mm-hmm. It has to start with her validating all the feelings and it's mm-hmm. not just the obvious ones. You got to make a list yeah it's not just fear it's not just pissed it is levels deep you know Mm -hmm. like hurt and probably terrified and definitely apprehensive like use like build an emotions vocabulary for this one Mm because that is very complex and and oh my god radical acceptance of Mm -hmm. the fact that it's his life and his house Oh, my gosh. That's so hard. Yeah. So easy for me to say and so difficult for her in that mm-hmm. situation. Oh, my gosh. If it were me at, like, I don't know, I'm going to guess, like, first half of the 20s. Do you know who this person <laughs> is? Yeah. that I would just get out of the house as much as possible. However, yeah. we're in a pandemic, too, so that's extra shitty.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, my
0: gosh. Um Headphones. Really expensive noise canceling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's good. Cause then you're like treating yourself too. So it's like giving yourself a nice gift yeah. to like, and
0: if you aren't already into punk music now might be the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That is so hard. I know. Um, get follow up from that person.
1: Okay. Cause yeah. let's
0: stay on that for her because yeah. that's going to have levels holy shit, like, that's complicated. And months of levels, and so let's stay on that for her. Yeah. Um, And if you want to make up a name next time or something, just get, get, get that person on here, maybe, too, so we can do follow-up details, because damn. I
1: know. We were doing some good, like, validation and, like, humor about it, because it's so awful. Absurd. Ew. Mm-hmm. Ew. So, so, I mean, yeah, so many fucking things going on. Oof.
0: Dude, and I have some uh, actual personal experience with that a long, long, <laughs> long time ago. And not cool. Mm-mm. Not cool at all. I mean, and, no, you know. not if, a fun again, time. Again, higher power stuff. If that person believes in something bigger, maybe you could just, like. Jeez, hope that your dad finds his way. hmm I mean, that would be the, like, opposite action-y thing to do. Yeah,
1: pro-level, like, like loving thing. Like that yeah for him that, oh, yeah. Jesus, Mary. Hard to dad. get to, I can imagine, though. Like, fuck. No, and just do the
0: fucking anger shit first. Absolutely. And build your emotions vocabulary for all the anger words and all the levels of anger. And you know, self care, Mm -hmm. compassion for self, extra, extra love, (laughs) compassion for self. Shit, that's rough. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, next. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, I just want to say again, if anyone who is watching right now has a question that they want help on, and this one event, and puke it out. We are here to answer your questions. So type them Great. in the Great. chat.
0: Uh, and hi to the new people that have joined. Welcome. Yes,
1: welcome. Okay. All so right. I have one, another one. If no one has a question. Oh, that probably doesn't mean anything. <laughs> That's
0: just like totally hypothetical that Olivia's putting it out there
1: like that. <laughs> okay. All right. Go. Okay. So I have a friend that um, is, wanting to end a friendship with another person and they're wondering how to tell when the kinder thing to do is to, like, say something and, like, do a real breakup or to just kind of let them go.
0: Well, I think that I'm going to hand this one to you to do first since you have done this a couple of times now. Mm-hmm. And you fought with it. You fought it. But this person is to a place, sounds like where they've accepted that it's probably
1: over and just how to do it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. It seems like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I personally think knowing some of the specifics of this situation, the kinder thing to do is to just kind of let it go and let it slide knowing that, but that's usually, I think when you're doing this, it's as long as you know that you can and you would, Do the saying why you're breaking up the friendship and that you're not choosing the letting it go as a way to avoid the confrontation of it. So, usually, what I do if I'm in the situation is I like write it out and then I decide what is really kinder. And I think there's this idea of like owing people a real explanation or a breakup. But a lot of the times, it's just like, you know, it doesn't, closure isn't really a real thing that you can get from anybody else. Within you. It's a, well, it's like it's an internal thing that you can get with yourself. So knowing like why someone doesn't want to be your friend anymore is not going to really give you closure unless you decide like, you know what, we're not friends anymore. I don't. The reason is arbitrary. Yeah. Um, so the biggest yep. thing is to know, does this person really need to know? Do, you th- do I think they'd be able to hear me or is this for me to like try to fix the situation or control right. it? Or, or take a box. Some, yeah. Yes. Or get a box or get a closure or then not have to deal with the guilt of feeling like, oh, I ghosted this person. Totally.
0: Totally. God damn. I could not say it better myself. That's so good. Mm-hmm. That is so skilled. Oh my God. Yeah. You pro, Allie <laughs> says.
1: Hell yeah. Hell
0: yeah. Because sometimes it's a situation where it's like, they're going to be like, well, why? Mm-hmm. And what are you going to say? Um, uh, because your whole personality sucks. Oh, because um, you're a dick to me all the time. And they're going to be like, how am I a dick to you? Yeah. Now you're in that bullshit where they're not actually asking to learn. They're Mm -hmm. asking to defend, which is not a situation that's worth being in at all. Plus, um, it's going to increase their self-loathing or shame or whatever. And you know, sometimes I think that can be productive. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly, with you guys, you're skilled enough. I can I can get into the shame piece and you know the narcy behaviors, but you guys have a resilience and a tolerance to truth that I think that uh, the everyday person does not have
1: mm-hmm. because
0: they don't have the emotional intelligence skills and if this if your friend is breaking up with somebody they probably don't the somebody probably doesn't have the emotional intelligence skills Mm -hmm. to really learn from hey erica to learn from the honesty that you would be Mm -hmm. brave enough to bring to the situation it's just mm -mm. it's a shit
1: situation for everybody usually yeah, and I think sometimes I've caught myself with wanting to, which is, like, not the right reason to do it, is wanting to say something so that they're not thinking that I'm an asshole who just, like, of course. poofed. Of course. But at a certain point, you just got to, you can't really control if they're going to think you're an asshole or not. And so sometimes as the person who is more sturdy and more emotionally mature, you have to make the call and be like, well, I'm probably going to be an asshole no matter what. Yeah. It might just be kinder just to let them think I'm an asshole and just let them have that.
0: The whole point of my narcissism, <laughs>
1: <book>. <laughs> you
0: know, I've been saying this for years. Yeah. The only way to get free is to accept being misperceived as the asshole. You mm-hmm. cannot prove prove to someone that is delusional that is that has a false belief that they cling to about you. There is no proving the truth to them. There's nothing to do, so walk Mm -hmm. the fuck away. But I'm very much into the writing out of what you would say. I would even add, say it out loud in the Mm -hmm. mirror so that you build up your own resilience to having those kinds of conversations because life is long and you will have opportunities to have these conversations with people or you will just impulsively get yourself in that situation. And figure out, oh, shit, this is one of those where I, uh, Mm -hmm. whoops. But at least it's an opportunity to practice. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's no real losing here. Even Mm -hmm. the mistakes teach us. But I, yeah, I love everything that you said. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, will you people look (laughs) at how skilled this young person
1: is? (laughs) DBT rules. And guess how I got that way? Well, only going to drjjkelly.com and booking a consultation, (laughs) free consultation, and getting the DBT skills to know the answers to the questions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: And if you're too, too scared to do that, read the Gifted Misfits book. It's my entire eight-week DBT course in a book with tons of curse words. It's going to be a podcast too, so you can listen to it. Yes, yes. All right, let's do. Do we have a quick one? To
1: no, that's it. That's all the ones I have. Okay.
0: All right. You literally. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Allie. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Look at the props you're getting. Dude, I swear to God, too. Like, you're getting better at the lives every time, too i mean Mm -hmm. we're
1: already good at it which is why you were even (laughs) to do the live thanks this is great it's so fun i love it it felt it feels like it's been a long time since since we just didn't do one week i know i know believe me (laughs) yeah i've
0: been on another planet
1: oh boy yeah yeah
0: so all right lovely thanks everyone for joining us we will be I will be home in California next week. So we will, we will be back to normal, sort of whatever. As normal normal as we
1: can be (laughs) in these days.
0: Totally. So check out other ones uh, previously recorded on the YouTube channel. There's tons of free Mm -hmm. shit on the Instagram at Dr. JJ Kelly. You know what it is. All right. Thanks, Olivia.
1: Bye guys. Thank you, JJ.
0: Bye all. Get in touch with me, Dr. J.J. Kelly, the punk rock doc at drjjkelly.com.